Welcome to ABC, Abergavenny Baptist Church, building faith and friendship. You are listening to a sermon series on the fruit of the Holy Spirit. The Bible reading is taken from Luke chapter 6 and verses 27 to 36. But to you who are listening, I say, love your enemies, do good to those who hate you, Bless those who curse you. Pray for those who mistreat you. If someone slaps you on one cheek, turn to them the other also. If someone takes your coat, do not withhold your shirt from them. Give to everyone who asks you. And if anyone takes what belongs to you, do not demand it back. Do to others as you would have them do to you. If you love those who love you, what credit is that to you? Even sinners love those who love them. And if you do good to those who are good to you, what credit is that to you? Even sinners do that. And if you lend to those from whom you expect repayment, what credit is that to you? Even sinners lend to sinners expecting to be repaid in the full. But love your enemies. Do good to them. Lend to them without expecting to get anything back. Then your reward will be great. And you will be children of the Most High, because He is kind to the ungrateful and the wicked. Be merciful, just as your Father is merciful. An old man got onto a bus with a bunch of flowers, and sitting opposite him was a young girl who seemed to be quite upset, obviously not having a good day. And she kept looking at the flowers, She could not take her eyes off them. As the bus came to a stop, the old man got off his seat and then he leaned over towards the girl and said with a smile, Here, have these flowers. I can see you really like them. I will tell my wife that I gave them to you. She smiled and took the flowers. The old man then walked off the bus. As the bus drove off, the young girl saw the old man walk into a cemetery. An act of kindness. Today we continue our series in the fruit of the Spirit, and today we're looking at the fruit of kindness. But what exactly is kindness? Kindness is love expressing itself through deeds. Kindness is love in action. And An act of kindness brings warmth to your heart. When you see a guy giving up his seat for a pregnant lady or a child sharing their toy with another child. Or if someone says something nice to you, pays you a compliment or thanks you for your hard work, it warms your heart. On Tuesday evening, two members of this church demonstrated loving kindness when two homeless men arrived at the door of the church. They gave them a warm cup of tea, some biscuits, some toast, and a sandwich. Kindness is love expressing itself through deeds. Probably a good way to define kindness is to look at the opposite of kindness. What is the opposite of kindness? Unkindness is saying hurtful things, harsh words, being rude to someone, being mean, bullying. And with the advance of social media, there is now a major problem with cyberbullying and trolls. 
And people can be so unkind. They can be so cruel. They intentionally say mean and horrible, hurtful things to people and then cowardly hide behind some anonymous profile that social media allows them to have. People can be so cruel. But gossiping behind someone's back is not really any different. You're still thinking the same cruel, judgmental thoughts. You're still saying the same cruel, judgmental thoughts. Just not to their face. Gossiping is also unkind. Now, unkindness is often not deliberate. It is normally just unthoughtfulness. I mean, we don't normally think, well, I want to be unkind today. I'm going to be rude and offend people. Well, I hope you don't. But sometimes we are just unthoughtful. We give a quick, harsh, snappy response without even for one second thinking about how the other person might feel. That too is unkind. Sometimes we simply lack self-awareness. We seem to simply not realize that what we say is offensive or that our body language is communicating irritation and annoyance. And we say, oh, well, well, I didn't mean it like that. If they're offended, that's their problem, not mine. That too is unkind. You see, we wear our unkindness on our face. If you're thinking unkind thoughts, people know. Or we are simply so self-absorbed that we are unaware of other people's feelings. We are so busy rushing to get somewhere because we're late and we're so absorbed in our own problems that we don't even realize that we've cut people off, we've pushed in front of them, offended them and so on. I can remember when I was living in London and I was rushing to catch the tube with a friend and all of a sudden I noticed that my friend was not next to me. So I turned around and looked back and there he was helping an old lady to carry a heavy suitcase down the stairs. I had rushed straight past her without even noticing her. That too was unkind. Kindness looks out for opportunities to be helpful. So have you ever been unkind? Being harsh and snappy with other people? Rude? Speaking without thinking? Inconsiderate of other people's feelings? Gossiping behind people's backs? Too self-absorbed to notice others in need? So, have you ever been unkind? The answer is yes. We have all been unkind. And if you're sitting here and you're thinking, oh, I hope so-and-so is listening to this because so-and-so really needs to hear this word, then you've missed the point. This is a word for you. And this is a word for me too. For there have often been times when I have been snappy and I've said things that I should not have. That is why we all need the fruit of the Spirit in our lives because we all need more kindness. So what is kindness? Kindness is love being expressed through deeds. 
It is love in action. It is doing good things and helpful things for others. It's being generous. It's saying nice, uplifting and encouraging things to others. It's being thoughtful, being considerate of others and their feelings. It is being self-aware about how our words and our tone of voice are being heard. It's also being self-aware about our, what our actions and our body language are communicating. For kindness is also worn on our face. People will see your kind spirit on your face. And kindness is also always looking for opportunities to be kind. It is actively looking. True kindness does not just happen randomly. True kindness is developed by deliberately fostering a kind disposition that is constantly and actively looking for opportunities to perform random acts of kindness. Now, biblical kindness is even more profound. Biblical kindness is being kind to people even if they don't deserve our kindness. Jesus says in Luke chapter 6 and verse 27, Love your enemies. Do good to those who hate you. Bless those who curse you. Pray for those who mistreat you. Do to others as you would have them do to you. If you love those who love you, what credit is that to you? Even sinners love those who love them. Then verse 35. But love your enemies. Do good to them. And lend to them without expecting to get anything back. We are called to be kind to people who don't deserve it. We are called to love our enemies, to do good to them and to lend to them without expecting to get anything back. Why? Well, Jesus says in verse 35, because he, that's God, because he is kind to the ungrateful and the wicked. An essential characteristic of God is Kindness. Within the Old Testament, we are constantly told that God is gracious and compassionate, slow to anger and abounding in love. In other words, He is kind. And He shows His kindness to all people, even those who are ungrateful and wicked. And we are called to follow His example. Furthermore, within the New Testament, the word kindness includes a connotation of forgiveness. After verse 35 states that God is kind, it goes on in verse 36 to state, Be merciful just as your Father is merciful. You see, the supreme way that God expresses His kindness is through forgiveness. God has forgiven us even though we do not deserve His forgiveness. That is why we should be kind and forgive others because God has forgiven us. Therefore, how can we not forgive others? This is why Paul writes in Ephesians chapter 4 and verse 32, Be kind and compassionate to one another, forgiving 
each other just as in Christ God forgave you. But how? How can we practically be kind to people who do not deserve it? And it is often a lot easier to be kind to strangers or to people who live far away than it is to be kind to that irritating person who always rubs you up the wrong way at your place of work or in your neighborhood or in your family and especially in the church. We expect more from fellow Christians. And we often find it very hard to be kind to people who do not deserve it, especially if they are within the church, and especially if they have done something or said something that has hurt us. So how should we respond to them? Well, I'll tell you how we should not respond. We should not lash out at them with some harsh comment. Don't respond from a place of being wounded. And from the feeling, the, the need to fight back, that will only end up being, you'll only end up being unkind yourself and, and regretting what you said. Some people will say, well, we need to speak the truth. We can't let them get away with this. Or they will say, the Bible says in Ephesians chapter 4 and verse 15 that we must speak the truth in love and therefore they will go to the person and they will say, I love you. And this is not personal, but. And of course, as soon as they say the word but, you know that they're about to say something unloving and personal. Merely saying you love someone and saying it's not personal is no excuse to be unkind. Nor should we simply go up to a person and inform them that we've forgiven them. I mean, you don't just walk up to them and say, I want you to know that I forgive you. That is not kind. For effectively what you're saying is you're in the wrong and I'm in the right and now I've taken the moral hard ground by forgiving you. Look how good I am and look how bad you are. That too is not kind. So how should we respond? Well firstly, we need to love our enemies. Jesus says in Luke chapter 6 and verse 27, Love your enemies. Do good to those who hate you. Bless those who curse you. Pray for those who mistreat you. And then in verse 31 he adds, Do to others as you would have them do to you. We need to treat them in a way that we would like to be treated if we were in their position. We need to love them. But how? You obviously don't have loving feelings towards them. So how can we love them? Well, ask yourself, what would I say to them? And what would I do for them if I did love them? And then say those things and do those things. Compliment them. Give them good gifts. And of course, pray for them. Pray for their welfare regularly. It's very difficult to be unkind to someone that you are continually praying for. Secondly, forgive each other. Paul writes in Ephesians chapter 4 and verse 32, Be kind and compassionate to one another, forgiving each other, just as in Christ God forgave you. And when you've been hurt by someone, don't go up to them and say things like, You always do this, or You never do that. 
Avoid saying always or never. Rather, with humility, say to them, When you did that, it really hurt me. Or when you said that, I was really upset. And then give them the opportunity to express why they did what they did and or why they said what they said. And listen to them. And be prepared to apologize. Be the first to apologize. That is the kind thing to do. And this is how we are kind and compassionate to one another. This is how we forgive each other just as in Christ God forgave us. But this does not come naturally. We need help. We need the Holy Spirit to empower us and to enable us to be kind even to people who do not deserve it. So how do we cultivate this kindness? Well, it doesn't come naturally. So we need to work at it. It has to be a deliberate decision to be kind. A daily decision to continually look out for opportunities to be kind to be considerate, to put kindness into practice. But ultimately, we can only truly be kind if we have received God's kindness in our heart. And it is only through prayer, spending quality time in the presence of God, experiencing the kindness of God in our hearts, and being empowered by the Holy Spirit, that we'll be able to produce the fruit of kindness in our lives. So let's, with the help of the Holy Spirit, get into the habit of being kind, complimenting people, thanking people, helping people, encouraging people, forgiving people, loving people. For there is a real power in kindness. There's a story of a primary school teacher called Mrs. Thompson. At the beginning of every year, she stood in front of her class, her grade 5 class, and told the children that she loved them all the same, that she had no favourites. But that was not true. Because there in the front row, slouched in his seat, was a little boy named Teddy Stoddard. And Mrs. Thompson just did not like Teddy. And for good reason. He didn't play well with the other children. His clothes were always messy. He was rude. And he always answered in monosyllables. Yes. No. And eventually it got to the point where whenever Mrs. Thompson was was marking Teddy's paper, she would actually take delight in making a bold X across next to the wrong answers and then putting a big F at the top of his paper. Yet, if Mrs. Thompson had checked Teddy's record, she would have discovered that Teddy's behavior only started to rapidly deteriorate a few years ago when his mother died from a terminal illness. When Christmas came, all her students brought Christmas presents wrapped in bright paper with ribbons, except for Teddy's present. His present was wrapped in brown paper. When Mrs. Thompson opened his present, out popped a rhinestone bracelet with some of the stones missing and an almost empty bottle of cheap perfume. The other children started to laugh and make fun of Teddy's present. But Mrs. Thompson, in an act of kindness, 
immediately put on the bracelet and sprayed some of the perfume on. And she said, isn't it lovely? Isn't it lovely? And the other children, taking their cue from their teacher, all agreed. At the end of the day, Teddy came over to her desk and said softly, Mrs. Thompson, all day, today, you smell just like my mother used to smell. That's her bracelet you're wearing. It looks nice on you. I'm really glad you liked my presence. After the children left, she cried for at least an hour. From then on, Mrs. Thompson paid particular attention to Teddy. By the end of the year, Teddy had become one of her smartest children in her class, and he had become one of her teacher's pets. And then every couple of years, she would receive a note. Dear Miss Thompson, I wanted you to be the first to know. I have graduated from high school. Love, Teddy Stoddart. P.S. You are the best teacher I have ever had. When a couple of years later, another note arrived. Dear Mrs. Thompson, I wanted you to be the first to know. I've graduated from university. Love, Teddy Stoddart. P.S. You are still the best teacher I have ever had. Then a couple of years after that, another note arrived. Dear Mrs. Thompson, I wanted you to be the first to know. I am now Theodore F. Stoddard, M.D. How about that? I'm getting married on the 27th of July, and I wanted you to come to the wedding, and I want you to sit where my mother would have sat. Love, Teddy Stoddard. P.S. You are still the best teacher I have ever had. And she went to the wedding. And she sat in the seat that his mother would have sat. And she wore that old bracelet, the one with the several rhinestones missing. And she made sure she was wearing that perfume, the perfume that Teddy remembered his mother wearing. There is real power in kindness. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, we confess that so often we are unkind. We say thoughtless things. We respond in harsh and snappy ways and we, we say hurtful things without even thinking. Father, won't you please forgive us? Won't you help us to be more aware, self-aware of how we communicate, the words we say, the tone of voice, our body language? And Father, we also confess that sometimes we're just so self-absorbed in our own world and our own problems that we just don't notice other people around us. We just don't notice their needs. Father, won't you please forgive us? And Father, won't you help us to be kind? Father, we need your help. We need your Holy Spirit to come in us and empower us and enable us to be kind, even to people who don't deserve it. Father, help us to experience your kindness and allow your kindness to come into our heart and transform us and change us and empower us and enable us to be the people you want us to be, to be kind. We ask this in the name of Jesus. Amen.